Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show, OuterLimitsRadio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. Tonight, we are doing the very first show about palmistry, which is the art and the insight of being able to look at a person's hand, read their hand, and learn what their future holds. This is an individual who we have. is phenomenal. He's the best in the world. And he explains in detail how he's able to do what he does what you can learn about your own hand, and why this is another venue of learning more about yourself. Let us begin tonight's program. Joining us now is Mr. Vernon Mahavel. He's the founder and director of the Palm Street Institute in Los Angeles. And Los Angeles. If you want more about him, I go to his website at palmistry, P-A-L-M-I-S-T-R-Y, institute.com. Mr. Mahavel, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. So you've done a lot of media, talking to millions of people across the world about the art of palmistry. And I was wondering if you could please explain what that art is and what are some of the benefits. Absolutely, absolutely. Palmistry is really the uh, understanding of who we are as a human being. Um, It's non-different from astrology. When an astrologer looks at a chart, uh, looks at the planets and the signs and the houses. Uh, a palmist is doing the same thing. We're looking at the astrological chart within the hand. So my goal is to help a person to understand what is their life purpose? What is their right livelihood? Uh, what is the career that's the most meaningful for them and the most fulfilling? And so I concentrate on that. I concentrate on you know, the idea of the life purpose is often used by the New Agers, but it is a true concept and it is real. So I do concentrate on why we appeared on this planet at this time um, and in this uh, social situation and what we're here to accomplish and uh, what our challenges are and um, what we're how, how to break those challenges. Uh, and on a higher level... Um, how to understand our devotional spirituality, how to actually uh, break out of the, the struggles and the obstacles that um, keep our heart uh, emotionally reserved and self-contained. Because ultimately, the goal of life is love. Uh, the goal of life is devotional love. And uh, you can't do palmistry for very long before you realize that actually we are eternal. And the soul is full of joy. And the soul is full of um, uh, understanding and awareness. But while we're in this material world, uh, we forget that. We think we're the body. We think that uh, we become attached to everything around us. Uh, and we lose sight of our true spiritual nature. And our true spiritual nature is an eternal uh, individualistic soul. And uh, that soul is within the core of the heart. Uh, if you were to, the, uh, the, the, the Srimad Bhagavad Gita of Vedic texts says that if you were to take the upper, uh, upper tip corner of a hair, one of our hairs, and cut it into a hundred pieces, and then take one of those pieces and cut it into a hundred pieces, one of those will be the size of the soul. So it's infinitesimal. Oh, it's really it's very small, huh? It's that small. It cannot be seen by any any electron microscope or anything that's modern. Well, could, uh, what if somebody eats what? <laughs> if somebody's if somebody's morbidly obese, does that make their soul get a little bit bigger? Uh, actually, that's a great question, Ryan. You know, the soul uh, in its in its in its devotional form and its form unencumbered by material attachment is actually brighter than the sun. Because the sun, although it's incredibly bright and it's a big star, it's still a material instrument. It's still a material planet. The soul, uh, when it comes into the material world, it dims in destitution. It, it, it actually becomes very small. But in the spiritual nature, in the spiritual world, we're actually brighter than the sun. Because the soul is actually eternal. It's a non-material uh, entity. It's 
the sun is actually a material entity, but the soul itself is a non-material, fully spiritual act, uh, entity. It's called in, in Sanskrit, Parabrahman. It means that, that the soul is completely, com- completely pure consciousness. So that, com- that pure consciousness is is when our 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 star, if you will, really shines. Our bliss, our love, our compassion, our joy, our awareness. But uh, but this material society, especially the material society we live in right now, especially Western culture, teaches us that we're the body, and and we have to. And pleasure comes from things outside the body. Have a lot of sex, eat a lot, uh, make a lot of money. Uh, pleasure actually really comes from understanding one's devotional nature. It comes from inside of ourselves, not outside. And this is a great mistake of Western civilization to think that happiness and contentment comes from external aspects. It actually comes from internalization. And th- this is the whole process of self-realization. So to fully answer your question, Ryan, palmistry is actually the science of self-realization. It's the science of who we are as an individualistic identity. And this is where, and I, of course, I love the New Age. I love the metaphysical world. But in the Western world, they, under, they, they rightly so understand the principle of oneness, which is great because we are one in, in spiritual quality. But we're different in in our identity, in in uh, individual individuality, and it's only through individuality that we can express love. So my goal as a palmist is to help a person understand what their their eternal individualistic nature is. That's my goal. Well, I want to ask you about how you, with the methodology of how you look at someone's hand. You look at it. I guess what you're looking for patterns. Something. How do you read a person's hand? And also. If a person has not treated their skin very well, is that actually have a direct impact? <laughs> no, I'm, I'll say it this way. Some people have dry skin. No, it's a great, it's, it's yeah, a some, fun question. Could that actually, yeah. you know, change your whole perception or reading on that person? How do you read a person's <laughs> hand? What do you look for when you're reading a person's hand? Well, uh, everything in the hand is written in symbols. And symbols are basically a compressed file of data and information. So if you look at even your fingerprints, uh, law enforcement is famous for looking at fingerprints for identification purposes. And if you look at the tips of your fingers, you'll see these fingerprints. Uh, these are symbols, and in, technically they're called dermatoglyphics. Derma meaning skin and glyphic, of course, meaning symbol. Uh, so in the, in the world of health, uh, they're called dermatoglyphics. And they're, these symbols are like the biometric patterns. And they're all through these hands, all through your hands, both hands. Uh, these, these, these fingerprints are scattered throughout the entire palmar aspect of, of the hands on the fingers, all, all over the hands. And then, um, on top of those are the famous lines. And when most people think of palmistry, they think of the lines. The lines uh, are the chakras, just like people hear about the seven chakras. Well, those lines are our chakras. They're like our energy systems. Uh, We also look at the segments of the fingers. For instance, if you look at your segments on your fingers, you'll see that there's 12 segments. Each one of those segments is a zodiacal sign, such as Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, like that. Um, So the hand is an astrological chart. And what a palmist looks at is the symbols that um, are just right on the hand. They're everywhere on the hand, symbols. And these these symbols, a, a true palmist is really a symbologist. And we're looking at all, <coughs> excuse me, we're looking at all the different symbols and how the symbols relate to everything else. Nothing in the hand is looked at in isolation. Everything is looked at. Uh, in, in relationship to everything else. Everything is added and subtracted. It's like making a cake. Um, and um, if we look at the different houses, the 12 houses, the 12 signs, the 12 planets, we look at even asteroids. We look at the fixed stars. Uh, we look at uh, all of the planetary data, and we also look at the person's genetic. Uh, and, uh, you're able to get this, all this information just by looking at their hands, by looking at their palms. Now, are you, are you looking? Are you seeing anything else on the palms? You you have 
some kind of um, extrasensory perception, psychic perception that you're able to read symbols based on patterns within their hands? Or is this just looking at these patterns that you see, visually speaking, and translating that, transcoding those patterns on skin and translating those into a code that, I guess, is concurrent with these other symbols? Yeah, that's a great question, Ryan. What it is is that I look at the astrological, let's say, data or, or GPS system, and then I use my intuition to read around the planets, if you will, to, to, to deepen the reading. So, for instance, I always like to tell people that the planets will show you the type of house you live in. Is this a Victorian? Is it a rancher? Like that. Um, the The intuition says what kind of a... Uh, what kind of furniture you have, what kind of sofa do you have, what kind of kitchen utilities do you have, that type of thing. So I use my intuition to deepen the reading and um, to really flesh it out. Uh, and and it is very possible to give a reading astrologically uh, and not use any, any intuition or any psychic ability at all um, and still get a, a very powerful reading. Uh, but having said that, if you use your intuition – uh, you can go very deeply into a person's eternal nature. Um, at the same time, the so-called palmists who, who are who say, "Oh, I use intuition and my psychic abilities all, all, all only," they're the ones to watch out for, because one of the most important things about palmistry or astrology, for that matter, is that it it it, it is based on checks and cross checks, and so you can. Uh, you can tell a person, well, you're going to, you're going to actually have a legacy in your life in two years because you've got this planet in this sign in this house aspected by this. So you can actually, uh, scientifically, um, uh, cross checks, cross check your, uh, interpretations. Um, at the same time, you can use your intuition to tell, well, how much, how much legacy will they get? <laughs> or where is it going to come from? That type of thing. Um, and to answer your other question, uh, I, I do meet a lot of people who, let's say, use their hands uh, for their work. They're always, their, their hands are maybe they're, they're truck drivers or they, they fix cars or that type of thing. Um, but, but sometimes it's actually, Ryan, it's actually easier to read a hand uh, with, <laughs> with all the dust and the oil and like that on it. Um, even if y you, you use your hands so much that the lines, let's say, uh, rub off, uh, they, the, 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 the brain actually sends, the brain as an electrical commu uh, computer, electrical chemical computer, actually is constantly sending signals to the hand. So the lines will, will, will definitely make their appearance at some point, definitely. So if it's, it doesn't, I can read a hand under any circumstance and <laughs> in, in any condition. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Mahabal, I'm wondering, have you ever been brought in in a criminal case where a person accuses says, all right, you, you've got blood on your hands. You killed that person. And like, wait a second, let's bring in Mr. Mahabal. Have you ever been brought into a criminal case to actually look at a person's hand and be able to be a part of an investigation to tell if a person actually killed someone else that they do have blood on their hands? Uh you know, the interesting thing, I have helped uh, the New York Police Department on certain cases. I, I usually acted usually to help find a person uh, or to give them some information about people. Sometimes they would show me prints of people's hands and I would tell them about what, this what, the, what their character was like or if they did it. Um, but I, but uh, that's a good question. I would like to one day see uh, Palmist's who would be, let's say, asked to take the stand by the judge and say, uh, was this person, well, do you think this person did it? And the palmist would say, well, they had uh, Mars in the 11th house, so of course they did it. <laughs> I remember years ago, O.J. Simpson, when my friends were asking me, did O.J. Simpson do it? I could clearly tell by his hands that he absolutely committed the murder. He did? So, Oh, my oh, God, that's incredible. I thought he did. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so a lot of times when I'm wondering if a per, if a particular personality did something, or uh, I will look at the National Enquirer or the Globe or <laughs> Time or something like that, and just look at people's hands and see uh, see what kind of person they are, see if they did it or not. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So no, nothing. You know, the hand lines don't lie. So 
So everything's available to the palmist. So I envision the day that uh, the, the, the the U.S. justice system or the criminal courts uh, ask an astrologer or a palmist on their opinion, uh, because uh, you're safe. Um, you're extremely safe when you do that. The, the, the hand is an is a astrological configuration of everything that a person does. So of, of course a murder is going to appear in a person's hand. There's no question. Wow. That's pretty amazing. I'm wondering, have you ever seen any leader or celebrity's hands and you look at them and you, you realize right away that they are some secret agent for the forces of good or the forces of evil? Like you probably see Oh, that. absolutely. I, I, I see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking at that. Um, Is there any one thing that stands out in your mind? Any name, any celebrities or leaders you, you can you be comfortable naming as forces, as leaders of forces of good or forces of evil agents? I'm just curious. Well, I mean, I, I, I can I name names? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're any couple. I, mean, I mean, the Clintons are a crime family. I mean, okay. they're they're the most they're the most evil people I've ever seen. Really? And, and so are the Bushes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Trump's got his problems, but he's a regular human being. He's not he's not a reptilian. He's not a rakshasa. He's actually he's actually a red blooded person, just like most of us. But most of the political uh, pantheon that we have and have have for years. Uh, are are blue blood? They're 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 they are evil. They are criminals. A, mo- a lot of them are pedophiles. Um, really? Uh, and, and, oh, absolutely. If you if you look at most of of of, of Congress people, most I would say ninety percent of every congressman I've ever seen their hands of is a pedophile. That's um, incredible. I'm glad people. you said that. Cause that's another reason why we couldn't stand them. That's great. These are evil people. No, people who are gravitating to our government right now are not good people. They're they're not just criminals. They're they're absolutely evil people. Um, And and it's it's a club. It's really a club. Uh, They, in the Vedic view, in the Eastern spirituality, there's a word, uh, and sometimes uh, and David Icke popularized the word reptilian. In the Vedic view, there's something called a, a rakshasha. And a rakshasha is someone who actually is someone who uh, actually gets power from drinking blood, killing killing people, uh, committing murders. They get power from these nefarious, sinful activities, and it's been going on for thousands of years. I would say 5% of our population in the world is of this rakshasha or reptilian nature, and they, they gravitate to positions of power and control. Um, and and they're all part of that that network. Um, they're 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 decidedly evil. They're just and and that and so the the two the two the, the thing I see the most of the so-called leaders or managers of society is that a, a demon can be seen from two aspects. Number one, they use poison, and number two, they want control. Uh, they're not even interested in money. Money is just a means of power and control. Uh, but they use they use two forces, uh, and it's been going on for thousands and thousands of years. Demons use uh, poisons such as vaccines, geoengineering, chemtrails, uh, non-GMO type GMO type stuff, and they also use control. And most practically 98 percent of the political uh, personages we see uh, are not they don't have the, the the normal emotion that most people have. Ninety five percent of the population is it, are red blooded people, but these blue bloods you can t- see on their hands that they're at, there's actually no emotion there. That's why they don't even they don't even um, they don't even uh, uh, they're not even happy when people are killed. They or or, or they, they hurt people. They just have no feeling or emotion to begin with about it anyway. So it's not that they 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 feel happiness in in destroying the planet. They just they just they don't feel they don't have any, yeah they don't have any consciousness of it anyway. All they want is they're just ruthless. They just want power and control. That's all they want. But our, our American government is just full of these rakshasas, these these red blooded. I'm sorry, these blue blooded. Unemotional, having no emotion, having no compassion, having no empathy at all, and the rest of the population, 95% of people, are just innocent, 
and are completely, let's say... You really think they're innocent? I mean, because don't you think that there, there, there needs to be some kind of personal responsibility to make yourself aware of your situation and to know when these people are evil, to know what tyranny is? Because I don't think that... I don't know. I, I tend to... I know that... <laughs> I guess you can excuse some things, but if you're not thinking for yourself, you're not asking questions, then don't you... Aren't you responsible for Well, that? you're absolutely right. Ryan, you're absolutely right. I mean, the human life is a life of responsibility. If, if we kill somebody, uh, if an animal kills somebody, there's no karma. If we kill somebody, there is karma. If the human life is a, a life of responsibility, and, and it, it does come with this duty and obligation. And it does, and the entire principle of human life, as said in the Sanskrit literature, Atato Brahma Jignashas, Atato Brahma Jignasha is a Sanskrit word, a Sanskrit term, which means it's, we now have a human body, a human form of life. It's now it's the time to inquire about the absolute truth. This is the only form of life that one can become God-realized or self-realized. So there is that also that higher responsibility of using this human form of life for self-realization. The problem is, and you're exactly right. The problem is, is that most people born during on this on this planet during this age are not very spiritually intelligent. They're not very aware. They're really a royal edition of animals. Most people on the planet are a royal edition of animals. Of course, people who are into New Age and metaphysical, their searchers are not. But most people, most of the population, simply wants to eat and sleep and mate and defend. They're not really searchers. They're not seekers. One does not really, according to the Vedic view, the Eastern spirituality, one does not really become a human being until one seeks the, the uh, truth. What am I here for? What am I doing here? Uh, is there a God? What is my purpose in life? Unless one asks this question, Atato Brahma Jignasha, one is not even considered a human being, but simply an animal. So we're living, according to the Vedic view, in a time called Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga is one of the ages in which the, the most, sometimes it's also called the Iron Age, but it is the time when the most, um, the, the most dull uh, people who are very close to uh, uh, seeking spiritual life or, uh, or, or it, uh, aware of what's going on around them are being born. So it's easy for these these rakshashas, these reptilians, to take advantage of people because most people are not inquisitive. They're not intelligent people. They simply want to eat and sleep and mate and 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 defend. They're not they're not really advanced human beings. Um, in past ages or in ages that will be in the future, uh, these these reptilians will not be able to have such power and control because people will be aware. But we've got a population that's just, most of the population is just simply not awake. Uh, and they're not awake it's, it's because that's not what they desired in a previous life. They desire to live animalistically. So we don't have an intelligence-seeking population. Um, <laughs> most of it. We um, don't. It's just that. I agree. Brendan, I'm going to follow up with a couple of quick things. First off, I am so happy you said that there are a lot of people that are dull right now because I have to, most people I find completely just boring. I don't like going to parties because they all talk about the same things. So, well, I got the iTunes. I got shows on my iTunes and the iPod. And what's going on with the political system? It's just, it's just cure for insomnia. I think some people are interesting, but most I find completely boring. So I'm so glad you said that. As far as the reptilian stuff goes, I'm wondering, is this reptilian dark nature, is that part of human nature? Is that part of an external stimuli that is coming in from, let's say, for example, demonic entities from, from another dimension that wish to manifest or get some kind of rush out of it coming into our world, is that darkness part of an extraterrestrial-type resonance? No, from, from, I the, don't. Okay. No, I, no um, I, I have actually read for these entities. I have read for these people, and they, they are, they're in human bodies. I don't consider them extra, extraterrestrial. I don't consider them aliens. They are part of our Earth, just as if we see a snake on the grass. Uh, that's, that, that, that snake is just a snake. It, 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 
It's got a completely different consciousness than we do, uh, and it simply wants to eat and sleep, and it's it's just a snake. So these these entities that are the let's say the quote unquote managers of the world, uh, such as the Merkals and the Obamas and all these 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 terrible, horrible, evil, satanic people, um, they they are part of our our planet, but. Uh, it's said in the Vedic literature that that people get a government that they deserve, and and the the the, the, the present they the, the reptilians they understand that if they can if they can take away a person's god consciousness and make people immoral, you can control people. That's what they understand. So they're constantly trying to. Uh, uh, get the population to, they're trying to destroy the family, they're trying to get people to, uh, to, uh, to not really make sense of what is right and what is wrong. It, they know that if they can corrupt people's morals and ethics and standards, you, you have a very easily controllable population. So most people that are being born on this planet at this time are not aware that that's even taking place. Um, and so there are people, people who listen to your show, people who listen to Coast to Coast, people who are searchers. There's a lot of, there, I'm not discounting everybody. I'm not saying everybody's, but, but, but let's say 10% of the population of the world are searchers, which I think they are, 10 to 15%. But in past ages, uh, the ancient Greek culture, the ancient uh, Atlantean culture, the, uh, the ancient cultures of Lumeria, uh, the Egyptian civilizations, the, these were people who were extremely perceptive. They were highly intuitive, and they were peaceful people. And they would not accept uh, a Rakshasa to lead and direct them. They, they would expect that their leaders were going to be of the highest uh, nature of 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 of, uh, of morality and 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 high consciousness and ethical nature, but the, today people don't know what is moral. They don't know what is ethical. They don't know what is God consciousness. So it's easy to take advantage of people. For instance, for instance, I was born a Roman in you know a Roman Catholic. Me too. Did you escape too? But you, you, you look at today, you, you, the, the real nature of a God-conscious person, and this is why people are leaving religions. The real nature of a priest or a rabbi or or, or someone who's going to put on those robes, uh, the real the real religionist, the real saintly person, is is someone who is detached from the material world. They have to be detached from lust. They have to be detached from mammon, as it said. They, they must be detached from the, the fruits of this material world, and we don't. We rarely see anybody in the Western world who, who's who's a rabbi or a priest who is free from lust and anger and greed and uh, material attachment. People in this society don't even know what a saintly person is. That's why they, we have popes that constantly talk about the political situation in the world and nothing about God. And um, Nobody, nobody, people in this Western world just do not have a, a, a true education in spirituality, and they don't know what the goal is. They don't understand what, what the goal of a religious leader is. They don't understand the goal of a, of a, a politician. So actually, um, in the Vedic literature, in the Srimad, there's, a, there's an ancient book written about 5,000 years ago called the Srimad Bhagavatam. And the Srimad Bhagavatam states that if someone is going to take uh, take uh, 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 political life, if you will, take to political life. Uh, the, the goal of that individual is to elevate the consciousness of the citizens for this life and the next. That's the most important goal of someone who takes public service, to elevate the consciousness of, of, of their constituents for this life and the next. So that their next, this life will be auspicious and the next life will be auspicious. But because people don't understand, our leaders, our leaders are, are more criminals than the average person. So they're just lead, they're blind, so they lead, they, they lead people down a dark, a ditch because they don't know what the purpose of life is. Our politicians don't know what the purpose of life is. Our, our so-called religionists don't know what the purpose of life is. 
They, no one. Well, the, actually, Vern, I just want to, yeah. um, uh, you know, before I respond, that I want yeah. to remind everyone that we're listening. We're talking with Vernon Mahabal. We learn more about him by going to his website at palm palmistryinstitute.com. And uh, Vernon, I love what you're saying. I love the, some of your, the insights you're bringing up. As far as the leaders go, I had the uh, pleasure and honor of talking with Dr. Ron Paul. I feel like that guy is. There's so much that he's trying to give. He he's, he could be retired and not work, but he does a show every day, and he's always trying to raise awareness of what's going on. I feel like he's one of the few elders that I can think of that really is trying to educate. And we look at these other people that are currently in office, the leaders or even the entertainers. I don't feel that they're doing anything to pass along or give back to the other generation. I feel like this generation and even the previous generations, we're basically stuck in a rut. And I think that uh, when really things get really tough that we're going to – kind of succumb to tyranny i think I'm not, I'm not going to but i think a lot of people are going to i think i think they're already there too they're just going to go with whoever they think knows what's going on but i don't see that the elders really stepping up so i'm so glad you brought that right, up. and let me tell you something i've i've looked at many many hundreds of hands of politicians past and and present and i will tell you i i i have never seen a more clean, if you will, hand as Rod Paul. I uh, think he's one of the most moral. I think he's one of the most intelligent. And I think he's one of the most um, perceptive uh, people in political life that I have ever seen. Wow. He is one of the best. And, That's awesome. and again, because the American people did not vote him in, this, this means one thing. They, they do not understand what is a true leader. Ron Paul is a true leader. Not only is he a true leader, but he has excellent qualities. He has qualities of humility. He has qualities of patience. He has qualities of leadership all across the board. I'm not going to say he's like, you know, a saintly person, but I am saying as a political figure, he is the best I've ever seen. Um, and, and, and yet our population, uh, did not vote him in. Therefore, you know, unfortunately, maybe we don't. Des- they don't. We don't deserve him. I mean, he's one of the best. He is probably the best I've seen. Um, and uh, I, unfortunately, um, you know, he's sidelined some way. But the the, the fact remains is that uh, he's a he, he he's 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 a wonderful personality as per his hand. I've never met him. But um, he's got he's got a lot of fortitude. He's got a lot of inner strength, and the man has character. Let me tell he you, does. right? That, <laughs> according to his man, that man has character. Yeah. He's the only political person in political life that I I, I I have seen that really wowed me. When I looked at his head, I said, "Oh my God, this is in, in a stew of what you know." Swamp, Trump would call the swamp. Yeah. He's the only. He's the only, only, only swan in, in, in that I can see. Um, he, he's a great personality. Yeah, he's amazing. And, and he's a great personality. And I, I, I'm just. I was very, very um, frustrated that uh, uh, we had a great. We had a great individual that was running for the presidency, and the American people did not vote him in, and therefore we deserve what we get. But at this point, I'm not going to I'm not going to tie my fate to the to the collective public, uh, not only in America but the world, because I don't feel like what, if they want to go down a river and go off a cliff, I'm not jo- I'm not joining them. I don't care how popular <laughs> it is. I agree. I don't care. I, agree. I I feel like you know there are people listening to this show, Vernon, that that are turning their own their own path, and they're going they're going to go away. And I feel that um you know if you evolve and you want to grow, you don't deserve you you shouldn't go down with the with everyone else. And what I want to ask you is. Have you ever come across um, the palms, let's say, for example, or the hands of an extraterrestrial? Oh, it's a great question. I'll answer it this way. I believe, let me just say at the outset, I believe that every single planet in this universe, uh, the Vedic literature says, the Srimad Bhagavatam, the Bhagavad Gita, the Upanishads say that this, this particular universe that we're living in is four billion miles long. Uh, it, and it contains hundreds of trillions of different planets. And I believe that every planet is inhabited. Every single planet is inhabited. God doesn't just put these planets up for a show bottle effect. Every single planet has different forms of life. In fact, it is, it's, there's, it is said that there's also 8,400,000 different species of life on this planet. 400,000 are human beings. There's 400, 
400,000 different types of human beings, everybody from the aborigine to the perfect God-conscious soul. So um, at at the same time, there's, let's let's say, 1,100,000 different types of aquatics. There's uh, 900,000 forms of reptilians, that type of thing. Um, So to answer your question, I will say, no, I have not read for someone that has come from another planet. But I, but I have read for people who are alien, if you will, to uh, our normal day-to-day life. I believe that these people are coming from in, within the Earth or underneath the Earth. I believe that they are terrestrial, but that doesn't mean. But they are alien to our particular human life. Um, uh, that's not to say that I don't believe that aliens can come from other planets. Uh, of, of course they could. How could they not? Of course they could. Uh, but I have read for people who, or entities, <laughs> or individuals, who I believe who have come from uh, under, uh, within the Earth. Or, so or, are there civilizations or, that are underneath the Earth? I believe there are, yes. Okay. I believe there are. I believe there's fully functioning orga- uh, uh, civilizations that are within the inner Earth, around the Earth, uh, inside the Earth, underneath us. Etc. Etc. The Vedic literature gives a, a, a point in Sanskrit. The term is called Sarva Gata. It means living entities are everywhere. Um, the the modern atheistic uh, criminal uh, academia uh, and scientific uh, uh, establishment have said that there's there's a vacuum in space. Once you get past a certain uh, 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 certain miles, there's a vacuum. Uh, it's not the fact. Uh, there's, there's there's air throughout this universe, and there's there's all kinds of birds and entities flying throughout the universe. Um, there's all kinds of entities within the oceans that they haven't discovered yet. Um, there's 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 entities throughout this 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 earth. There's there's not a place on this earth where where entities are not. But to to fully answer your question, I it's my job if you will it's my love it's 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 my it's it's really really what i do to read it's my love to read hands so i read the hands of everyone from from people who live in beverly hills to homeless people and bums and everybody in between from the 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 richest people to the most powerful people to the poorest people and i have seen a lot that has let's say amazed me and i'm completely convinced let's say that the people who run this world, who I have read for, the really top leaders, um, are not not necessarily extraterrestrial uh, and not interdimensional, but have been born on this planet, but they're not necessarily the same, let's say, kind of con- consciousness as, as we. I would, I would define it as consciousness. As a palmist, my goal is to help people advance in their consciousness. That's my goal. That's the goal of human life, to advance the consciousness. And, I, and, and what I see in this uh, going on in this uh, tabernacle that is our political system, and I mean the entire geopolitical system in the world, is that you've got a, a very, very dark consciousness trying to make other people dark in their consciousness and, not, and, and instead, of, instead of advancing them, they're making them... Um, they're making them uh, as diabolical as they are. Jeez. Well, how do we take this dark consciousness and kick its ass, put it away? Because I'm sick of this dark consciousness. I'm tired (laughs) of all these people walking around being stupid, being evil. I don't want to be a part of that. I I want to be left alone. And I think, you know, as as a human being, you inspire the human beings to reach within themselves, find that good, and stop pushing back. And also... If there are civilizations that are beneath the earth, I was wondering if we would hit them in the head with one of the oil drills by now. And are these civilizations that are beneath the earth? Um, is there any particular? Is there a particular side that they're on? Are they going to make themselves be known? Yeah, let, let, yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, there, there are, there are, according to the Vedic view, the Eastern spirituality, there's 33 million principal demigods, such as what they would call Thor or uh, Poseidon and that type of thing. They're the universal managers. Uh, every planet, just like our planet, has has a woman, a beautiful goddess, <coughs> running it named Mother Bumi, 
and she's in charge of the planet. And that's why in astrology, the, the plan, the, there's what we call uh, the signs and the houses, because the planets are the houses of these great demigods and goddesses. Well, the demigods from the higher planetary systems do not come to this planet because people uh, people won't respect them and honor them. Um, uh, there's no reason for them to come. It would be, for instance, if you try to, let's say, say go go into an ant society on your front lawn and say, I want to become part of you. you there's nothing that, that, about that ant society that attracts you. You wouldn't want to eat what they eat or do what they do or play the way they play. There's So in the same way, these great godly demigods and devas and the higher planetary systems, we're not pious enough. We're not auspicious enough. We're, we don't have very high consciousness. We have very low consciousness. So they don't come to our planet because just like you're, you know, I mean, he's, a, he's just a regular person like me and you, but someone like Ron Paul. It's obvious to me as a palmist, he had great qualities. He had, but the people didn't recognize it. So the problem in this society is that people don't recognize great personalities. They don't know when uh, 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 there's a pious or impious activity. You know, they look at someone like a George Bush, who is one of the, you know, senior, he's one of the most criminal, evil oh, yeah. entities that ever existed, and people still honor him. I mean, you look at someone like, a, like a, a, you know, I don't go into it, but I mean, all of these people, it's a parade of, 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 of dark, evil, sinful people. So the, so the idea here is that, is that the demigods, the, go, the, the godly entities would come to the planet as they did thousands of years ago because people on the planet could recognize them and honor them and they had very high consciousness. But today our consciousness on the planet is very low. So then your next question is, okay, well, how do we rise above this? Well, uh, Mohandas Gandhi once said that be the change inside that you want to see for the rest of the world. Now, here's an idea. In the Vedic literature, it is said, as long as people are eating meat, there'll be war. War is a, uh, war is a natural consequence and karma of slaughterhouses. If people were just vegetarian, it would not attract uh, these rakshashas. For instance, the rakshashas, these reptilians, these, these, these pedophiles, they they eat human beings. They kill kids. They have, you know, horrible sex with – they do this not because of a sexual desire, but because it brings power. It's about blood sacrifice. So these people are attracted to blood. They eat, they eat blood. And so when the regular population also eats blood in the form of meat, then they naturally can take charge of those people. If if people were just to stop eating meat and become vegetarians, then we would not have this evil, demonic, rakshasha class of people ruling over us. Number two, if people just started to not have uh, to, to just have good sexual relationships and not run off and have uh, illicit sex and peril and all this, you know, terrible sex. The re I'll give you an example. Um, Abortions, that's also another, they, they, the, the, the New World Order, these Illuminati people, they want to push abortion because abortion, again, is a blood sacrifice. They see these kids as, as God's kids and they want to take their lives. So they offer these, these, these sacrificed kids to their gods and that's how they get power. Again, it's a blood sacrifice. Um, so if people would just stop taking drugs, drugs are another sign of madness. The, the, they, they push drugs through illicit and illicit drugs. Well, as far as drugs go, I mean, you've got these pharmaceutical companies that are pushing these drugs, but also then you could also grab something that grows from the ground, roll it up, pop it away, and, you know, you might not have side effects. You may want to order Domino's, call them four or five hundred times, but now right. you're going to do that and go out and shoot people. Right, 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 exactly. The reason these people are in charge of the earth is because the people don't demand better leaders. And that's just the fact. So if, the, if, if when, the, when the population was self-controlled, humble, God-conscious, self-disciplined, uh, they, they, they had better leaders, let's say 5,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago. They would never want, they would never allow these types of, of demonic personalities to take charge of them. Uh, so, so the way you, Ryan, can rise above this, is to is to live your life in an auspicious way, 
to have good relationships with people. Don't eat meat. Don't don't take drugs. Be that. Be a be a God conscious, humble, self disciplined, strong person. This is why they are trying to destroy. Uh, Christianity in this country. Not that I'm a Christian, I'm not. I, I grew up as a Christian, but I'll be very honest. I follow the Vedic view, the Eastern spirituality. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a devotee of Radha and Krishna. I'm a devotee of Vishnu, uh, the Eastern spirituality. I follow Bhagavad Gita. But, but Christianity in its real essence is, is also a very, it's, it's also in alignment with Eastern teachings. Um, the, the idea here is that, um, that the most important thing to understand is that we're not our body. This body is simply a a vehicle. It's simply a a dress. When you get into a car, you don't become the car. You're just driving the car. And and when the car, you know, gets old, you buy a new car. So the main problem and the most empowering aspect is to understand that you're not your body. And then once you understand you're not your body, who are you? Well, you're an eternal spiritual soul. And if people understand, but what they're doing in this culture, in this Western culture, is they're perpetrating this false idea that, you know, you only live only once. You live only once, so eat and sleep and mate and defend. Eat, drink, and be merry. And then when you've got a population that wants to just, they think that life is only about enjoying themselves, they're the most easily controllable slaves there are. So that's what they do. They break down people's sense of inquiry and once you do that you can control them but the whole point of astrology and palmistry is to put people on their path of understanding their identity their individuality their eternality and then they'll rise above these 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 mundane um useless leaders and leadership um you keep on coming back to leaders you come and saying okay well we're going to get these leaders in I don't even know if the yeah. people that are leading really are, have, are in control at all. I, I always wonder if they're just going to you know, front people because I always wonder if the people that really have power were really threatened, would they really allow election to happen? I, I don't know. I just – as far as the leaders go, I don't know. I, I think you're more influenced by your local community, by the, the, the church so you too. go to, and by your family members. And your family members and the people within your inner circle, they're strong. You're probably going to be more influenced by them. Then besides whoever they you talking about on TV as a quote unquote leader, so I don't know. I, I'm not going to bank on the American public or any people in the world to actually choose someone with moral standards. I, I've given up on them. I'm going to live my life the best I can. And you know, if anyone wants to come along for a ride, uh, have fun. Uh, I'll treat everyone respectfully. But I'm not waiting for the world to change. Screw them. They can sleep into the dark ages. I I feel like they're out of hope. Let's just you know do it ourselves. We have to do it ourselves and change the world if we want to. I don't know. And, and, and this, this, what you're saying is the, the path of strength because this is why they want to break down Christianity or any God consciousness because God consciousness or, or let's just say people who are searching or seeking, they're strong people. And when they want, when they, when they, when, when you can take out God consciousness or the search for, for, for a higher truth, when you take that out of people, they become weak and malleable. They become slaves. And, and a, a God conscious person is a strong person. They're, they're not necessarily a leader, but they're a strong person. And if they become a leader, then watch out because that's when the, the demons will run. So, so the, the, the thing is, is that they want it. They want to systematically extricate spirituality and, and God consciousness and, and and advancement of consciousness from the earth, so that they can make people dumb, and and then they can control them. Well, so, doing so, a great job. I have to say, I, I commend them. They're doing a great job. <laughs> Phenomenal. They're doing a great job. <laughs> but it's, but at the same time. It's it's it, 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 in one sense it's the fault it's not it's not just the fault of the leaders it's the fault of the population to allow these these criminals to take charge it's more the fault of the population you see uh, but this is the type of population that are being born right now now I do having said that I do see that there is hope. I am I am an eternal optimist. Okay. Uh, not because I'm Pollyanna and I'm not a New Ager, but I am an etern- I am an optimist because I am seeing that the world is changing. Uh, I will I'll tell you, Ryan. The good are getting gooder and the evil are getting more evil. Um, and so, 
what, I've been doing palmistry for 30 years. It used to be that if a palmistry book came out once every two years in the Barnes & Noble, I was elated. Now palmistry books, new palmistry books come out all the time. I, the, the, the new age section in the Barnes & Nobles are growing. It used to be like one small little column. Now it's like three rows, you know, within the store. So people are searching. Uh, a, radio, a radio show, let's say, like Coast to Coast AM, would have never survived uh, like it is now. Um, uh, I, I used to tell people I was a palmist. They would say, you know, even in 1985, I would say, I'm a palmist. They would say, what's that? Now I tell people I'm a palmist, and they say, oh, my God, I want to get my hands red. That's awesome. So, so yeah, the, the New Age movement, the metaphysical movement, uh, uh, people are, let's say, people, it used to be people, I'm not sure what you think of him. I like some of what he says. David Icke, for instance. David well, Icke yeah, we had David Icke. David Icke was our hardest yeah, show. I mean, he yeah, really calls David out the Icke reptilians, was, too. And just want to let oh, you know, sir, real quick. When he called out the he's reptilians, the I took his... What he presented about that, and I had two other teachers kind of validate that the claim. They said, well, yeah, there, there are some beings. They're called shapeshifters. We had um, the three other people I think we had on. They said there's certain, there certain human entities that shapeshift, and they, they all have a reptilian yeah. dark nature. So apparently they're, they're pretty but much this is, this, is no, this is nothing new. These entities have been on the earth for thousands and thousands of years. It's just that they have, have had no power up till about this point within the last – uh, 250 years because people have become more degraded in their consciousness and less God conscious. They've lost their sense of, of direction. Uh, these, enti- these entities were they, they were around, but they didn't make their they didn't they they didn't show their faces. Uh, but now we've got we've got a dumbed down population. What are you going to do? My my point to you is that we have to become strong individually, and that's how we'll lead and lead and direct people. And um, if if we do, we'll show the example. But uh, in the hand, I see that the most the most the happiest people are people that do have faith, faith in God, faith that there that this universe is 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 it's it's favorable to their to their to their advancement of, of consciousness. Um, and I am seeing that people are much more aware of GMOs and vaccines. I mean, when I was growing up in the 80s, my parents gave me all the vaccines. Now people are aware of, of, of the evils of vaccines. They're aware of, of the geoengineering. They're aware of what's going on. So, so I do see that people are advancing. I wish it was faster. <laughs> but... Uh, you know what can you do? <laughs> but but again, someone like a David Icke, his message—I mean, he was seen as a crazy person just 20 years ago. Now there's not a person I haven't met yet that doesn't know who David Icke is and, and respects him. So we've gone we've gone far, and at the same time, at the same time, the people who are running the planet are becoming even more more despicable, more degraded, more more envious. So. I will tell you one thing. I want to. I want to. I, I want to make this comment because I think it's important. I I have read for this rock shasha reptilian type of people. I have had them as clients. Um, I'll tell you one thing. They're actually the reason why they they try to enslave us and they like power over us is actually they're envious of us. They really? see us hugging. They see us kissing. They see the emotion that we have. They hate it. For instance, a bully doesn't beat up anybody that. He's not envious of. A bully only actually is someone who who is actually very insecure. If they were secure, they wouldn't bully people. But a bully bully tries to harm someone that they're actually envious of. So the, the reptilians, these rakshashas, the reason they try to enslave us is because they're actually envious of us. I, I see that in their hands that they actually they're envious of us and they hate us because they wish they had emotions. They wish they could love. They wish they well, had Well, then why don't they, they just take it up with their God and say, hey, you know, what, what's, what's the deal? And then if they're not happy where they are, they can always get one of the, the nooses and just get away. I mean, I don't know. I think the solution is pretty simple. You're not happy? Okay, go somewhere else. Go see therapy. Yeah. Don't they have a reptilian psychologist that they can see? You know, some reptilian <laughs> retreats or something? I don't know. I know. They have some money. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. And I'm being very honest about this. It is the karma of the people that have 
such evil leaders. It really is. It really is. Um, it, because you, you get the leaders you deserve. And if people were more pious, if they were, if they did live life as, hey, how can I help the next person? Uh, let me do activities that are good for my present and future life. If they thought that way, if they thought, hey, how can I develop more love? How can I make my next life more auspicious? If they thought that way, then they would attract people like <laughs> who, who are like that. But, you know, they didn't even elect someone like Ron Paul, who was no. a tremendous – he would have been a tremendous force of good on, on our on – our, on our, uh, in the America. He would have been a tremendous, tremendous addition. Excellent. Well, but he there, would have been – You would have been great. Yeah, but there, there are certain teachers that I pursued – I mean, I'd really like to have some really great teachers on our show. And I cannot believe that I'm able to get to these people. I'm like, why are these people – why do these people not have like eight or ten different layers of security – I mean, I, I'm surprised sometimes that some that these people they don't get contact as much as they would because I, I feel that there are some, there are some really great teachers on the planet. I'm like, why aren't more people pursuing these people? Why are they pursuing you know other people like the celebrities or the political leaders? Like, why would you not want to sit down and talk to a person who's written like four or five books as a unique perspective on life? And um, speaking of books, just when I in case I forget, Vernon has written three great books. One of them is called The Secret Code on Your Hands: An Illustrated Guide to Palm Street. Another one's called Palm Street Cards. Another one's called Crossing Paths, Reading the Hands for Love and Work. We're going to put links to all three of these books. And I'd say we've got a tre uh, tremendous uh, number of people saying how great these books are. So I want to thank you for writing those books. But um, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I, I as, a, as a person, as a palmist, uh, I simply want to elevate the consciousness of all the people that come to seek out my services. I, I want to help them to understand their true livelihood. I want to help them to understand where is the best place to live. A lot of times people uh, ask me, I hear this a lot, um, what do you see if you, do you, what do you say if you see something bad in a hand? Do you tell them? I always tell people the same thing because mostly they're asking, do I see accidents or do I yeah. see death? Yeah, well, that kind of, smart. The, yeah, and and the thing is, this is the mature world, so it is a diff we are in a difficult uh, you know, atmosphere. But the the real bad that I see is that most ninety five percent of the population is in the wrong jobs. They're with the wrong partner. They're living in the wrong place. So how can you have a well adjusted, happy society if everybody's so out of alignment? And again, this is engineers. It just is also engineered by our our modern educational system to 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 if people did the jobs that they were acclimated to and they were born to do that would also make people search for the for the absolute truth but because people are just trying to struggle to make a living they don't have time for spiritual search so so when someone has so in your case Ryan um because you're 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 giving your your you have this particular consciousness. It's, it means that you've been seeking for many, many, many lifetimes. Most people have. Uh, most people who are easily controlled uh, population, it's because they haven't been in a human form of life for many, many lifetimes. Just a few. So people who are seekers and are searchers and who ask at top of Brahma Jignasha, what is the purpose of life? What am I here for? What is the goal of life? What is, what is, who is God? The people who ask questions, they have been in the human form of life for many, many, many lifetimes. And therefore, they, they come to a position of what's called in Sanskrit, a kinshina gochura. A kinshina gochura means that you've come to the conclusion that, hey, I'm trying to enjoy my life in so many different ways. I'm trying to eat this. I'm trying to have, I'm trying to go with this girl. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. But they're never satisfied. And when one becomes a kinshina gochura, it means that they realize that this just simple material pleasures, such as eating and sleeping and mating and defending, are not going to make me happy. They, they only serve to make me more, suffer more. I get some temporary pleasure, but I don't actually, I don't feel satisfied. So the real process of spiritual life is that inner satisfaction. And someone can only come to that view after someone has had a, more than a few lifetimes 
to go through a lot of pleasures and pains and experiences of the human form. And then they come to this condition of a kinshina gosha where they say, there's got to be something more. So most of the population that has been, been born now, they're new to the human form of life, maybe two, three, four lifetimes. And because of that, they're still trying to, they have this illusion of, I can enjoy myself in this material world. This material world is my home. I'm supposed to be here. They identify themselves with being part of this material world. They identify themselves as materialistic people. Not, not necessarily in that, those words, but they identify themselves as products of this material world. But when one starts to realize, I'm not this body, I'm not part of this material world, there's got to be something more here, then people start to inquire. And in, in 10,000 years ago, 20,000 years ago, 30,000 years ago, you had 90% of the population were, were seekers and searchers. But now, 10% at best, because we're in the Iron Age, we're in Kali Yuga. So anybody that we can find that's on our, this path of search is a very rare person. It's very rare to meet someone in this age who inquires about the absolute truth. It's Jeez. very rare. I was born at the wrong time. I don't know why I came here. I have no idea what I'm doing here. I think the only reason why I came down or came to this life is because I knew I was going to meet my wife. My wife's hot, so I'm like, you know, this is your only opportunity to marry someone. <laughs> and that was probably it. And I can't think of another reason why I came down. I mean, maybe because of Nintendo. Well, you I have, love Nintendo. But, yeah. but see, Ryan, yeah. you, uh, you know, I have looked at your hand. I looked at you. you, I, you was it traumatic, uh, by the way? <laughs> well, no, there, absolutely. There, You have some excellent qualities here. But the, the point is, you are a force for good on this planet. There has to be people like you who who, who show people the light, just like the, the 12th tarot card, I believe, the hermit. That's the person who has the light in his hand. I mean, yes, so, 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 uh, if people are, most people are just best enjoyers, um, it requires that there are people who will say, wait a second, hold on. And people who are leaders, that people like the David Ikes, they require that. So people wake up. You see, so 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 it is. You know, we talk, we're talking about aliens and and uh, extraterrestrials. Well, the fact is, you may absolutely feel like an alien on this uh, planet because you're not like other people. You're not just that person who just accepts everything that MSNBC and CNN says. So, so you will feel like an alien, but then again, your job, uh, so, so to speak, is to educate people. And, and this is exactly what you're doing with your radio show. I'm trying my so, best. So, yes. So you, you, you may feel like an alien, but the point is, is that, is that you're, you, th th this becomes, this becomes your, your, your requirement. Your requirement is to educate people and to give them the wisdom of your knowledge to wake people up. That's why you were born here at this time to educate people and to wake people up. There's a there's a there's a uh, verse in the Bhagavatam, the Shema Bhagavatam, Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago. It means wake up sleeping soul, wake up conditioned soul. You you have finally attained the human form of life. You're not in the body of a cat or a dog or a cow or a tree. You're now in a human form of life. And the tree or the worm or the dog cannot inquire about the absolute truth. But in this human form of life, your soul is now, jeev jago, jeev jago, in a material body, a human body. Not just a material body, but in a human body. And this body is made for self-realization. And if you misuse it, you could go back into the animal species again. No. But if you use it correctly, you could become, uh, you could go back up to your eternal nature, uh, what's called what's called sanatan dharma in Sanskrit. Sanatan dharma means the eternal constitutional position of the soul is to be self-realized and help other people. And that's your job, Brian, you're, and you're doing your job. You're doing your job to help other people. So, yes, of course you feel alien because most of the population is not like that. They're simply a royal addition of animals. But your job okay. is to help them to, to come to 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 advance their consciousness. That's your job. All right. Well, I'm going to do so that. There was a reason you were born. I, I, all right. Well, that's awesome. And um, 
you so much for your insight. Mr. Vernon Rahabla, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. You can learn more about Vernon by going to his website at palmistryinstitute.com. Vernon, I really thought you had you got a lot of great insight, great perspectives, and uh, the background is just fascinating. So, uh, Vernon, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it so much, Ryan. God bless you. Okay, everyone, that concludes today's edition of the Out of Limits of Infinite Truth Radio Show. Special thanks to our amazing guest, Mr. Vernon Mahal, and special thanks, as always, to our virtues, Ms. Carrie O'Connor, Ms. Lisa Kaza, and Ms. Constance Tellis. To learn more about the Out of Limits of Infinite Truth Radio Show, please go to our website at outoflimitsradio.com. Till the next time we meet, my friends, wishing upon you an abundance of peace, love, and beers. Take good care, and thank you so much for listening. Want to be heard or seen in front of millions of people? Want to be an expert on TV or radio? Goldman McCormick PR is a New York City-based public relations agency that specializes in traditional and social media placement for law, finance, media, and corporate-based clients. Goldman McCormick PR also are specialists in website development, radio show creation, press conferences, media training, and so much more. Check out GoldmanMcCormick.com for more information. GoldmanMcCormick.com.